Podcast. 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 Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back. Two fanboys and a filthy casual Maggie once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. It has been an eventful week and uh, we have something really interesting that Harold planned out. But I think most of our topic, or most of our episodes, is going to be like major poopery today. So, um, Harold Lewis, I don't know where to start. I don't even know where to begin. There's so much information, so much content that we, we can talk about. Uh, where do you want to start first? H, any suggestions? Because, yeah, we, uh, we, we're, we're a week behind, so I know we're a little backed up, dude. So, where do you want to uh, go, let's, let's, uh Let's do some light poopery first, cool. okay. and then we'll go into some uh, a little more in-depth stuff. Um, let, let's first talk about uh, NBA basketball. Oh my and gosh! Sports it's... and 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 Major League Baseball. Sports, thank God. <laughs> sports is back, and uh, I think one of the best, one of the funniest things about uh, the NBA player bubble that those the players have been living in is uh, some of the vlogs that have been coming out from some of the players, including uh, my favorite, JaVale McGee. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> JaVale McGee is going full-on YouTuber. And his documentations of everything that's going on in the NBA bubble is giving me life. Because, first of all, if because, I mean, JaVale McGee, uh, Laker. So, obviously, we have to be a fan of his. But also, plus, the fact yeah. that, that he's also JaVale McGee who is the biggest running joke in basketball for years mm-hmm, until, mm-hmm. up until the last couple of years. But, uh, you know, every time Shaq in the Fool would come up, it'd always be JaVale McGee. I was going to say uh, Shaq in the Fool, like, monthly M- uh, MVP. <laughs> yeah. He was the MVP for three years or two years in a row, I believe. But, um, yeah, having him, you know, show his, his uh, what's going on down in the bowl there how practices are going down, how everything, how life is over there. It's been kind of interesting. So you get to see, you know, you have the documentation that's coming from some of the reporters and some like, because it's basically just reporters and then the teams and then the people who work there. And then that's it. Those are the only people that are allowed to be in the thing. And so we have, you know, they have that player's hotline where people have been ratting out Dwight Howard for not wearing a mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then you Which have I Dwight think Howard. It's ironic because, like, wasn't he positive like a few weeks ago too? Jeez, dude, come on, man. Who Dwight Howard? Yeah, I thought it was. Or never mind. Or oh, was... I have no, no idea. He was. Well, he, he's the one that said that he wasn't sure because then his then he like lose his wife or, or his. That's right. His, like, um, his uh, wife think, or something. Yeah, like or his baby died. mama. Yes, yeah. that's right. That's right. Never mind. And so, so yeah. he was like, I, I don't know if I'm gonna because I have I have a I have a ba- I have a child. I have to make sure I take care of him. And then he's the one going, oh, masks are okay. Yeah, and he was also one of the ones that was like, I don't know if we should play with all the uh, racial injustice going on. He was one of the people that was, you know, standing up for um, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. And right. then uh, NBA literally just went all out on Black Lives Matter and they, they painted it all over the, the, the arena floor. Um, a lot of these sponsors are Black Lives Matter sponsors. And, you know, you have people who on the other side are like, well, I'm not going to support the NBA anymore because they're going full on, like, in the opposite direction of what I believe. And so 
did you see that report this morning where they said all the tests that were done in Orlando, no positive tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was promising and pretty good news to hear. So whatever the NBA and the commissioner and the players associations will do, and it's uh, it's working, I guess. Because I know that, like you know, the leading up to it, you know, Westbrook tested positive. Um, there's some questions as to who who else can uh, show up, but yeah. So I guess whatever it is they're doing, the protocol is working. Hopefully, the other you know leagues follow suit and we can have some semblance of normal sports or, you know, whatever the new normal is going to be. Yeah. They, we say that. And then literally on opening day for major league baseball, one of the all-stars from the nationals tested positive. Womp womp. We're good. We're good. Tough yeah. <laughs> but the nationals, the defending champions um, who are playing the other biggest team in the league, the New York Yankees on opening day uh, has one of their star players out. And it's like, Okay, so did he practice with anybody, or I know <laughs> was he? Did he touch any of the Yankees? Because I know some of the Yankees are kind of dirty. Um, hey yo, <laughs> yeah. And then he, he's near Fauci, so you know, let's hope no, nothing, nothing happened to Fauci over there. But, oh, that's right. He threw out the first pitch today, right? Yeah. Did you and see I it? Hear it was terrible. Oh, horrible, oh, dude. <laughs> it was. It was almost fifty cent level bad. <laughs> I think my favorite my favorite joke was uh, that baseball socially distances stuff from the mound. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those throws where you know when you sometimes when you throw a ball, it like you release too early, and then sometimes you release too late. I don't know where it was in release time, but it hit it hit his forearm. So I don't know what how does that even work, dude? What manner would like just right? Yeah, I think he's trying to get some overspin. Some yes. top spin and failed miserably. So look for that YouTube clip for the rest of his life. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, thanks for trying to save our country, but sorry for the throw. I have an NBA. I have a surprisingly an NBA story I wanted to share. Um, I think Wednesday was the um, the the first like scrimmages that was televised, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and um, I don't know if you saw it, but um, uh, there was a player. In the Denver Nuggets, that made like a, a big splash. You guys, <laughs> yes, there was. You guys hear about him? Yes, we did. Of course, our new favorite player. And um, he's been my favorite alert, player. Spoiler alert: years, your, your birthday jerseys, guys. <laughs> our favorite new player, Manut Bolsan Bolbol. Bolbol. I kid you not. I I didn't know that this guy existed. Really? The only thing I saw was a. Uh, the only thing I saw was a. A headline and it said a bull bull sparkles and I was like, "What the hell is this about?" I couldn't find that. <laughs> <laughs> for those for those people who are listening to this and wondering why I'm giggling so much, um, the word bull bull has a uh, special meaning to uh, Filipinos. Yeah. So um, Go so ahead, um, the, it it, it uh, is. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Good. What's What's a nice way of saying it? Um. The, uh, the, the carpets <laughs> and not the drapes. <laughs> the, the carpets. So um, I have a uh, I have a meme that I, that I made that I was going to send to you, but I completely forgot about it, and I just remembered it right now. So there you go. Bull bull is the next jersey I'm buying. <laughs> but yeah, imagine, I mean, yeah. imagine if his last name, like if his. Like somehow he married somebody and their last name was Johnson. <laughs> Jeez, 
Uh, yeah, basketball. Twitter. Filipino basketball Twitter would not stop. That's uh, that's Harold's Venn diagram, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Filipinos <laughs> basketball Twitter. On Twitter. Uh, yeah, he, I I've been I've been a big fan of Bol Bol for years. <laughs> As long as long as as long as Bull Bull is you know, well maintained, it's okay. <laughs> but if, if if he goes crazy like that every single night, it's gonna be yeah. a problem for the if other Bull team. Bull goes out of, if Bull Bull gets out of control, <laughs> there's no handling him. <laughs> he can't go. Can't you can't man up? <laughs> there's your hand down, man down, guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so uh, sports news. Um, I, I say we go to um, we go to um, like since we're going to like different um, uh, topics. When uh, anyway, I say we start talking about um, video games. I, I think um, I don't know about you, but I've really been interested in a lot of the uh, the video games that have been um, uh, announced. Uh, the last couple of days because of a special event that's happening a lot, uh, this week. Which was, uh, was that the uh, Nintendo Direct then, or, or are you thinking oh. think of something else? Everything else. Like, it seems Everything like every else. single, every, seems like every single publisher, every single company. And of course, we have the uh, Comic-Con uh, news. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's what, so uh, what exciting, um, you know, pop culture, uh, whether it's video games, whether it's movies, what 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 exciting things um, just are just like popping up in the headlines for you right now? Uh, first one for me is they did the announcement earlier this morning um, about the Xbox Series X's launch games. That's a lot so, of X's, dude. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you're the yeah. marketing guy, Harold. Some go go talk to somebody at Microsoft. Some, dude. <laughs> to, they they got to get their money, their numbers right because they're getting all over the place. Well, but, I think they're just going to call it Triple X, right? <laughs> Vin Diesel's going to have something to say about that. <laughs> uh, but they did the, uh, the the opening game they did, obviously, was for um, the game that they do for every uh, Xbox launch, and that was a new Halo title. And this one is called Halo Infinite. It's still made by, I believe, by Bungie. And looks okay. Um, I, from... From the gameplay that I've seen, it looks pretty interesting. It looks kind of uh, semi-consistent with how Halo 5 moved away from the tried-and-true part of the series and is going into more Destiny um, territory in terms of... like Because the old Halo games, it was literally like, here's a new map, this is where we're going next, and then this is where we're proceeding after that. Whereas in like Destiny, you have the option to go to different areas and you know, explore different things, and then do different missions in, in each particular uh, battleground. And then this one is a little bit different from that. And for me, it really doesn't matter because all I'm going to do is play multiplayer, like I usually do. And uh, watching it, I'm—I don't know. I'm not sure yet. But if the game gets good reviews and it plays pretty well, I might pick up the sex sex box Xbox. <laughs> the triple Xbox series sex. Yeah, I think the part that like kind of uh, perked my ears on that one too is how the, I guess they're exploring like they're trying to make it an open world. So I think you're right. So yeah, it is a little Destiny-ish from what I understand, or or you know I guess that's kind of the new hotness now instead of a straightforward, you know, campaign or whatnot. But yeah, it sounds like from what you're saying, you're probably gonna stick to the uh, multiplayer anyway, which is probably a good idea. 
So is the X supposed to be like the next console already? Like the Scarlet or whatever it's supposed to be? Or is this just like the Xbox One like plus? No, I, this, I, is, I, this is the next, that's their next gen. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so okay. So it's set yeah. up for just like the PS5, it's a holiday release. Nice. So there's going to be a lot of uh, broke gamers this, uh, this Christmas. Yeah. Good news. Um, for Don't worry about it, Lewis. You're, you're, you have like, what, three years before you buy the new console? or? or Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm good. I'm gonna wait for the first refurbished one at Game Dude, so until I get mine. But until I, I then, I will just uh, quietly enjoy my current Xbox One. I don't know, dude. You you have your son who's uh who's becoming quite a gamer. So I don't know how you're gonna be able to convince him not to. Uh, I know. <laughs> Tell him to hold off. Just wait, buddy. Buy something. Just wait. We don't need Modern Warfare just because your Tita Herald says he wants... Okay, fine. We'll get it. <laughs> uh, another thing. I, I've been playing since Lewis was talking... Before we got on, Lewis was talking about another game that he's been playing. But before that, I was playing uh, one of the brand new games that just came out last week. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. That looks interesting. I, I, again, I I would love to jump in on these new games, but ooh, the price point is a little steep, and it's a it's a little hard for me to get on. But yeah, and I think it's a I think it's a PS4 exclusive. Yeah, so that doesn't help me either. So so real quick, Harold, I gotta tell you, um, from like from like nothing to all of a sudden you have like all of these games <laughs> and all of these systems. Like, what the hell's going on, dude? Not quarantine, <laughs> bro. Mind you quarantine there's nothing to do like uh this literally like you know if if we were still going to do social things i wouldn't like take time out to play the games but it's literally like we're stuck inside because you know we got shut down again for the second time and this one seems worse than the last one so i'm literally like no i'm not going anywhere Wait, have we officially and been shut down or have I missed something? No, 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 no. but I mean, you know, like they, they did it again for the most part. And so, yeah, it's it's still, you know, stuff over here. Which, and, which by uh, the way, uh, Harold, I got to tell you, I'm a little hurt. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a little butthurt, I got to tell you. Um, last, <laughs> last episode, I, I, I told you, I offered you, hey, if you want to borrow my... Uh, the game that I had just played, you're like, oh, no, I think I'm, I think I'm too busy with it. No, because I wanted to finish the first one first. <laughs> you, the uh, original I'm, Last of Us before I'm, I go. I'm just hurt. That's all I'm saying. It's, 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 the same, <laughs> it's the same reason I'm not doing, even though it's on sale, I haven't bought Red Dead 2 yet because I want to play Red Dead 1. Even, even though I played it before, but I didn't, you know, if, completely finish it. it. It's, you know, the whole... Uh, completionist thing in me where it, gotcha. it won't it won't make sense unless I do the other thing first. So, By the way, um, um, how's how's Ghost of Tsushima? <laughs> exactly that one. <laughs> it so far, I mean, I only played a good two hours into it right now. Um, but cinematically, it's beautiful. There's also a Kurosawa mode where everything what? turns uh, black and white. And I mean, it's, it's, it's the same thing again, where I'm getting used to a different battle system. Like literally every, if every game can have just the same battle system, I would be fine. But cause I, like, I feel like I just want to spam every button that I press just so I can make the coolest combos, like in a, like an Arkham game. But this one, it's like, it has to be meticulous. It has to be, it's like, you have to be slightly smarter 
than uh, uh, the average bear, like, like Jedi. Like you know, how in Jedi, you can also kind of spam stuff, mm-hmm. and then you know you can fight a distance. And right now, I'm not at the distance weapons yet, but like uh, eventually, I'm picking up a bow and arrow, which supposedly, according to the the guide that I've been using, is coming up pretty soon. So, yeah, but like I, I like it. It it's it looks great. Okay, here's the thing. Before you, if, if then even before you buy it, and if you play it, the guy who plays the grandson of Genghis Khan mm-hmm. is the guy who played Genghis Khan in the Night at the Museum movies. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what else that guy did? What? He was also the coach in the first few seasons of Glee, the football coach. Wow. wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. So right when the thing started and I saw his face, and you know I've been binge watching Glee. Right. I was like, dude, really? <laughs> I was like, I just I'm watching you dance to poison right now, and then you're here on my screen. And I like I was doing a live stream, and the people were commenting like, "Why are you hating on the Genghis Khan guy?" And I'm like, "Dude, he was Genghis Khan in Night at the Museum, where he was a comedian, and now I just watched him in a full first season of Glee, and transitioning to him being the main bad guy in this thing so far. (laughs) A little weird, so." I'm yeah. glad they did. They 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 didn't, you know, um, cast somebody who's actually like I don't know, a Mongol, a Mongol. I think he. I, I think, I think that's their word. Cast the Mongoloids. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> he went there. Edit the second part of that word. word. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've we've decided we're not bleeping anything out. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, uh, one thing that I've really been excited about um, that, that that have been announced is that you know me I've, I'm all up on the um, CBS All Access I've, I've, I'm into like Star Trek and everything. One of the things that I'm actually really excited about is that um, CBS decided that they're going to do a cartoon based on Star Trek. Yeah, I was going to ask you how what you thought about that. Um, it's you know remember I told you that um, uh, I, I was. Um, I loved McFarlane's, you know, the tribute to Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And um, this is pretty much what, you know, what it is. And I, I think it's great. I think it's a smart play on um, on Star Trek's uh, part because I think, you know, um, Star Wars itself, they've been able to manage to, with like Baby Yoda and all these things, they've been able to manage to get like all the demographics. But aside from um, uh, Star Trek um, Lower Decks, I don't know if you guys know this, but they're actually doing like a kid show. Like, um, yeah, I saw that. It's, it's like um, it, I forget the higher. I forget. I forget what it's called, but it's aimed for like younger kids, like my daughter's age. And I'm like, dude, I've never seen this before with Star Trek, and it's interesting where it's heading to. It looks think, like uh, Gravity Falls. Yeah. 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 Like that kind of animation, like that Disney afternoon kind of animation. And you know what, dude, I kind of give them props for that because it's this definitely demographic that even like, yeah, you're right. Like Star Wars is kind of pulled into that weird uh, middle ground with, with, you know, introducing Baby Yoda in the Mandalorian, which is, I mean, not, not a super 
adult show, but it's still kind of, you know, not necessarily targeted for kids. But yeah, I'm glad Star Trek is going to go this route because, I mean, we, we need more cartoons and we know that for a fact that there's, I mean, I mean how many of uh, Trekkies like yourself are, you know, adults with kids and would probably love to share these kind of things. Um, so yeah. Uh, what do you call it? For for me though, for the Comic Con news, I mean, uh, as of today, we've only had like Wednesday and Thursdays, uh, Comic Con stuff. Uh, I think the most ex- uh, exciting stuff for me is seeing the new season of The Boys. Uh, one of 2019's like my one of my favorite surprise hits of of that of last year. God, it feels like forever, freaking quarantine. But um, yeah, the, the, they they had a new trailer for the for Boys season two. Uh, everything, everybody's coming back. Uh, I think the looking forward to having a drop on Amazon again, I think later this year. So maybe they were able to film everything they needed to do before everything was locked down. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the first season is on Amazon now. So if you haven't had if fans or whoever's listening to us right now, if you haven't had a chance to uh, see it, uh, definitely worth binging. It is uh, on the uh, on the other side of the spectrum of uh, you know we're, Dennis is talking about cartoons for kids. This is definitely not for kids. It's definitely adult material, but it does take like superheroics to a different level and kind of welcome. So yeah, uh, check it out if you haven't. But yeah, that's what that's what excited me out of the Comic Con news so far. I'm surprised though that you guys heard that um, they actually officially renewed it for season three, right? Yeah, I was just reading that. Yeah, I was just reading that. They started, like season two hasn't dropped yet, and they're saying, yeah, go for it. Which I mean, is surprising, which is great. I mean, you need more, like, you know, sexual harassment of fish folk. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. I, I'm waiting for my exclusive of the deep with Dolphin. Because <laughs> that's, going, that's going up in my man cave right away. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one that I, uh, that I was, like, really disturbed. Like, it was a disturbing show. But when that happened, I was like, oh, wow. That, <laughs> we're we're that, going there. <laughs> that got dark really badly, dude. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I guess that's the other part, too, about Comic-Con this year that's, that's, uh, that's definitely new is the exclusives. I mean, you know, when we've gone to Comic-Con years before, that was kind of part and parcel of it. It was like, hey, what what exclusive can we grab this year or what kind of swag can we get from the booths? And obviously, you know, this year is Comic-Con from home. So it's like going through the websites and trying to find exclusives and obviously just like everything else in life or like most of the exclusives that I want are already sold out. So that's kind of a, eh, I mean, eh, kind of expected it, but at the same time, I, I guess at least we get to do it from the convenience of our home. Like what Funko pop am I not going to get this year or but then at least, at least going into the convention, you, you, you know, you get a preview of what you want before you get in there. But then when you get there, you're like, you can physically see it. And then you can assure yourself, okay, this is, that's what I want. Yeah. And then now it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're literally trusting pictures. Yeah. I know. Which is, I mean, (laughs) it it was always going to be like, yeah, this is always going to be strange. And when they canceled it a few months ago, I remember like being saying how much that's going to hurt a lot of the retail industry, particularly for, for these things, but I didn't hurt that much because, like you said, pretty much everything that anybody wanted has already sold out. Yeah. So there's one, um, one technically, I guess it's, uh, it's supposedly it's an exclusive, but um, surprisingly, it's still um, it's still there, um, and it's a Transformers one. And um, I know we talked about how your friend did the Back to the Future, but that actually was not the Transformers that I'm really considering to buy. 
Did you see the other Transformers? Oh, which one is it? it it's uh, instead of Back to the Future, it's Transformers and Top Gun. Oh, there you go. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. yes. yes. It, it's a freaking <laughs> robot with Maverick's helmet. And if you look at its hands, it actually has a volleyball connection to uh, like um, uh, attachment. <laughs> like, it, it, you know me, I've been, I've been uh, on this um, like Transformers like kick the last couple of, uh, ever since, ever since um, COVID-19 hit, I bought like a bunch of Transformers and I've been loving it. But um, for $49.99, I'm so tempted because first and foremost, it's Transformers. Secondly, it's Top Gun. It, it's my favorite plane of all time, the, the F-14 Tomcat. So uh, it's still on sale. It's still for pre-order. But I'm, like, I'm trying to convince myself to buy it, dude. Like, <laughs> it hurts. It hurts so uh, bad. Then, would you like a, a birthday present, Dan? Huh? Would you like a birthday present? <laughs> no. <laughs> would you like a belated birthday present, sir? <laughs> it's, it's just a few weeks behind. We're not too far. Oh, well, it's, by the time this airs, it's a month behind already. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, the moment I saw that, I was like, no. Because I I, I thought the Back to the Future one was cool. I got to admit, you know, DeLorean transforming. But the, the kicker was when I saw when I saw the, uh, the volleyball in its hand. Like, why the hell is there a volleyball on the Transformer? <laughs> not, not a gun, you know, not a, not a sword, but a freaking volleyball. Here's my question is, does... The transformer in its robot form were aviators. <laughs> it well, let's. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, I, it kind of looks like aviators. Uh, it's definitely like um, it's a helmet um, with a visor, so not really. But I mean, it's still a, 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 it's still Top Gun Transformers. What can I say? Is there an audio button you can press that plays "Playing with the Boys"? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think you would have to pay an exclusive uh, price for the uh, the, the audio. Yeah. Buddy. Can I pay fifty dollars for Kenny Loggins to sing "Playing with the Boys" to me? Did he die? Is, isn't he dead? No, Kenny Loggins is still oh, okay, he's still rocking, cool. man. He just he did. He was the first person to do a solo concert at Hollywood Bowl last month. Oh, so he did a live show where he was literally just singing all the soundtrack hits, which is all you need Kenny Loggins for, you know. That's and what I was going to say. I mean, was there anybody around or no? Uh, Richard Marks was near him. No, but like, wow. was there an audience? No. Oh, wow. It was just it, like, um, not, you know, not on the stage of the Hollywood Bowl, but like at the upper levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was there, like, saying he was playing, like, he was in the stands. He was playing with the boys. And it's, it's just hearing him, I think he did. Um, meet me halfway, and there was two guys arm wrestling in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have masks on? Is my question. I know. Yeah, but the one of them had his head backwards. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> uh, any other Comic Con news that we want to talk about before we move on? Did you want to discuss? Let's talk about the the email that Lewis and I got today. Yes, from LA Comic Con. Thanks for rubbing that in my face, by the way. <laughs> Oh, you, you still didn't get it? I still haven't received it, dude. Maybe refresh your email. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I got yeah. nothing. Yes, but, thank um, you. That, that's how the the internet works, Louis. Is, that, yeah, is gotta, that how email works? If it's not there, you just got to refresh it. Yeah. 
hope for the best. Um, but yeah, so what Harold was alluding to was the fact that today on uh, on email, I guess on our email blast as well as all, all their social media, LA Comic Con, you know, the one big one that we have here every year um, towards November, uh, released their new plan for um, holding a Comic Con this year. So, you know, it might be, it sounds, it is a little controversial because of obviously the given circumstances, but yeah, uh, LA Comic Con released their new plans. They're um, a few things off the bat. So uh, instead of their usual, I guess, September co- uh, uh, convention dates, they're pushing it back to December. Um, they are also, I guess they bought up more of the LA Convention Center floor. So instead of being restricted to that one main uh, mezzanine or whatever the area is, uh, they're actually going to expand into the uh, different uh, hall rooms or, or in, in at Comic Con, and the biggest one or the biggest kicker is that it's going to be a little more exclusive this year because they're only selling less than one third of the tickets that they usually would. So I believe I saw on their Instagram, uh, typically on a day they sell about fifteen thousand tickets, or which is. I guess you can see it because I've been to LA Comic Con on a Saturday and it's ridiculous. Uh, but so now they're looking at only selling about 6,000 tickets or uh, um, no, about 4,000 tickets for the convention. So pretty, uh, I mean, I, kudos to them for giving out like, or, you know, putting out a good idea or at least putting out an idea of how to norm, uh, you know, operate in this new normal. But um, so, yeah, what do you guys think about that idea of, of them pulling off Comic Con? To be honest with you, I'm skeptical. Um, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, like first and foremost, I mean, we we kind of alluded to it already, but you know, with with the numbers rising and um, you know, schools pretty much are saying like, uh, you know, LA schools are pretty much saying that we're not, most likely not going to be open for a, a lot of the semester. Um, you know, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to uh, to figure out a, a like a safe way because I mean, I know it's going to be a bigger place, but you know, that's still 6,000 people that are going to be walking around. You're there, you know, you know, knowing me, I'm going to go to every single vendor. I'm going to be touching stuff, you know, like unless there's going to be like a barrier in between us and you're not going to be able to like actually like, you know, fondle the the the, the, the toys and everything. Well, jeez. I, I mean, it, that's what I do. I don't know about you. That's he's got to um, get his hands on it. Exactly. So, um, you know, uh, it, it's 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 mind-boggling to me. But partially also because I didn't get an email. I I, I I'm like, I'm like, screw you guys. Screw those guys. <laughs> Um, yeah, from the from the uh, the diagram that they sent, Dan. I know you didn't see this, but there's a diagram <laughs> that they sent. He's just gonna keep needling you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but they're they're really trying to pull off moving in a convention floor being six feet apart. Impossible. Yeah, it has have... to be, there's no one who's in motion at the same time you are. Yep. Constantly. Yep. Unless there's literally no place for you to stop, and then if and if that's the point, then there's no point in going at all. Where you just, I mean, you can breeze by stuff. You're not gonna be able to check out things. Um, and then they're saying, "Oh, yeah, we're gonna." I think what they said they were gonna do is they're gonna do scheduled timings for each thing. But then how do you how do you kick out people? Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, not to pull the rug out, but like even during normal times. 
people were just kind of walking in and out. <laughs> not like, yeah. not like not, Comic-Con security wasn't exactly the tightest. <laughs> yeah, I went in as a, a female named Marianne one time. <laughs> like, sure, so, guy. <laughs> yeah. You look like you belong here. Go ahead. I told them, I, and I told people, like, if they ever were questioning me on my credentials, I was going to say I was French. <laughs> Marion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if anybody French, yeah, if anybody looks French, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, kind of like going back to what you're talking about, H. I mean, I don't know about you. The the the, the few times that I've gone to like Target and stuff like that, like I'm, you know, I'm the I'm usually the one dancing around because um, I see somebody. <laughs> coming near me you know i'm trying to do the six feet six seven feet that that's required but then i'm the only one who's actually doing it and i've found myself where i see somebody in front of me i try to go around them but then the person behind me or the person to, to my right doesn't care that i'm going anywhere so i still end up being closer to other people than what i would want what i would be comfortable with so with you know i don't care if it's going to be I don't care if it's going to be scheduled and everything. It, like you said, it's got to be almost impossible to do it. Like it's going to take people following directions and, and sticking to the rules, which based on what we've seen in California and based on what we've seen in LA, people are not capable of doing it right now. Yeah. 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 And you'd figure, even, you'd figure, even Comic-Con uh, attendees, dude. <laughs> yeah. You'd figure in a place like Los Angeles that we'd be more, I mean, for the most part, I have everybody I've like. If I've gone to public places, everybody's been, uh, you know, adhering to social distancing and wearing masks and whatnot. But occasionally, you have those moments where you're just like, "Dude, do you not understand why everyone else is trying to like stay apart and stuff?" Okay, I'll give you an example. Like, well, let's pretend today I went to lunch, and I was standing in line to order my food, and a guy stood right next to me. God. <laughs> with no mask on with a roll of hundred dollar bills in his hand just Gross. telling the guy hey man i just want to buy paper plates how much for the paper plates and i'm like sir you saw me standing right here why would you stand right i mean i know there's no lines or whatever that say where you need to stand but can you use some common sense and just like so like right when he stood next to me i started inching to the left and I, I was just like, hey, man, try to, you know, I was like, you're not wearing, I didn't say you're not wearing a mask because that seems to be the douchey thing to say. But it was like, let's, I just told him, I was like, hey, man, you're standing a little too close. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he didn't do, say, do anything. I was like, <laughs> into a conversation or a confrontation. So just let it happen. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's tough, dude. It's wildly irresponsible, some people out there. But so, look, yeah. you know what? I think we should just forego the uh, the topic for today and let's just go off this for a little bit. Um, Dan, you recently went on a trip uh, yeah. for your birthday. Not for your birthday. Well, technically for your birthday, I guess. Um, how was that in terms of like uh, A, being away from our hometown and then B, having to you know do the whole if you were able to do like social distancing in the vacation situa- uh, situation? Yeah, well, well. First and foremost, um, the one thing is that it felt good. A, just because it was, you know, um, I think like you guys, uh, for the most part, um, aside from trips to like Target or going to like the 
going to like a fish and you know at, at a park or something like that i've uh, i've been really strict about staying where i'm supposed to be where i'm not going out just willy-nilly um you know so i've really been i'm stuck not, i hate to use the word stuck at home but i really made sure that to be uh, doing what we're we're supposed to be doing um you know but then my wife and i kind of uh, you know took a calculated risk and I understand that people listening might kind of be like frowning, you know, frowning at the idea of doing it. Um, you know, but we took a calculated risk and we decided, you know, there has to be a way for us to, um, you know, still be safe um, and do and, and try to go on a vacation. And so, you know, armed with like a bunch of like um, uh, the wipes, uh, a <laughs> bunch of like, um, you know, cleaners and everything, we decided to go out. You know, and it, what's interesting, guys, I have to tell you, it really depends on where you go. Um, it seems like, and, and I think that's the biggest frustration I have with, with the, our country in general, and I don't want to make it sound political, but, you know, um, one of the places that I went, that we went to was, um, crap, where, where, did, uh, where did Nemo go to with, with, that, big, um, with that big aquarium? Monterey. 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 So we went to Monterey and we decided we, we wanted to, you know, um, first and foremost, hotels. Interesting because um, there's really no contact in, in hotels. Um, you know, checking in, you, uh, you receive an email, you check in through the email um, and you don't get a key card. You actually get like um, an app on your phone. Oh, yeah, so and so, what you do is you when you get to the when you get to the room, you click the the, the app and the, the 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 door will open for you. You know, um, checking in, checking out, all those things were all were all there, and it was pretty much every single hotel that I stayed at. But what was interesting about Monterey was that everywhere that you walk around, you could see that every single person had their mask. Um, and one of the ways they were able to do it was that every maybe 25, 30 feet, there was a sign. If you did not have a mask in public property, you were going to get a hundred dollar fine. See, and people took it seriously. It, it was so crazy. It was crazy. They just started implementing those fines here in Los Angeles. Mm. Did you notice the places that they have implemented those fines? No. Where, where has it been? They have been places where a hundred dollars means nothing. Oh, oh! So like West Hollywood and Calabasas, Santa mm. Monica. Gotcha. Like uh, higher income areas. Well, not so much West LA or uh, West Hollywood. Well, West Hollywood and Santa Monica. Yeah, but they're pretty. Sure, yeah. Calabasas, like in Calab, but you know, there's so many celebrities that have apparently moved to Calabasas now that. I guess they want to keep the the celebrity safe more than anything else, yeah. and I don't know. Uh, I was more interested in there's that whole list of things that they say is safe. You know, like that. Did you see that that list that has like the levels of safe, not safe, oh, yeah. but like contracting the thing. Yeah, and like towards the top of being one of the safer things was camping. Mm-hmm. And when you were, and I can imagine being out in the outdoors and whatnot that feels pretty safe. And, but when you were camping, were you close to any of the other strangers out there? Um, the only time that I was anywhere near strangers was um, you guys went, uh, you, you guys have been to the camp that I've been to. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the only time that I was really anywhere close was when I needed to go to use the restroom. Um, everything else, it was weird that there were still people, but I think compared to when we were there last, I think there was only maybe a third or a quarter of the people. Oh, wow. okay. So, um, you, you know, I remember going there um, and the, during different times, there'd be like lines, people would be like passing by over and over again. But um, because maybe it's because they were scared, who knows, maybe it's the time, the timing that we did. But um, relatively, there was there was not as many people there. And I, I have to tell you, I felt really safe while while we were camping. Well, that's good to hear, dude. That's really good. Was the town out in that area, was that open? What do you mean? Was it open? Like uh, when we went before, remember there was like bars. And, oh, yeah. Like, no. It's a place. No. So I, I, interestingly enough, I, I went to the bar that we went to um, mm-hmm. and it was only um, it was only to go. Ah. Uh. You know, it was, so we had to we had to phone in and the, and um, the, and we had to uh, and then we picked up the, our food. Everything else was was closed. So there's no live uh, banjo music playing there? <laughs> no. The, the, the banjo playing people were there. So um, I, 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 think, I think I might, I, I think, oh yeah, I, I think I told Lewis this story because he was, he's on the, our, um, our book club. Book club. Yep. But um, so Harold, imagine the, the pizza place that we went to, the bar that we went to. Um, so I go up there and I'm waiting for my, uh, you know, I'm 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 going in there to pick up my my food. I open the door and I'm wearing my mask. My mask is a uh, a black uh, you know a black Nike one with the Michael Jordan one that we got the one we got from the corner lady. The, the corner lady. <laughs> so I'm wearing it, and then um, these guys that were waiting for their food inside. Uh, um, that's at least that's what it looked like. Um, you know, straight out of like um, you know st- straight out of like. Are the fishing videos that uh, Lewis and I have been uh, watching. And I hate to say it, a bunch of you know locals, um, or a bunch of rednecks over there. And then all of a sudden, this, this guy, uh, I walk in, and these guys look around, and one of the guys goes, uh, "Look at this guy! Look at this guy! This pretty little mask on." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh." Uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Normally, I'll have something to say, but I was like, "Oh." Uh. Thanks. <laughs> but, so my question is: Were those guys wearing masks? The w- two of them were. One of them were not. Okay. You know. So, um, but yeah, uh, you know. But it, it's like I said. It's funny. The the closer I got to L.A., the less strict people were with masks, um, which made it a little bit more uncomfortable, to be honest with you. So by the time I got home, um, and it, it's funny, you're talking about how. It's the richer, um, richer neighborhoods with these masks on. Um, but, it, you know, I don't know about you, if you're walking around like, you know, Panorama City, you're walking around North Hill or, or driving around, you can see that most of the people are actually wearing the masks. Dude. Yeah. And yeah. it's, 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 I don't know, the, the whole, it's frustrating when you see other parts of our city not doing the same thing or they're not being too diligent. But at the same time, we, I occasionally do see not as many people I, as obviously as the guy standing next to me today can attest to, but yeah, every time I'm driving home from work, 
people are if people are even going to work in the morning, if people are walking their dogs, if they're taking out uh, the trash or anything, and they're just walking around the neighborhood, they're wearing masks. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, our city gets it, or for the most part, our our area gets it, but there's still so many other people who don't. And it's like, so I was reading this thing. They call it uh, doom scrolling. Doom scrolling is literally going onto social media just to see what's the worst thing that's happening for today. And it seems to me, like, personally, that's how I go about every morning. Like, seeing, oh, the numbers are bad. Oh, who's sick today? Or, you know, what area is getting shut down? And it's like, so much negativity where I'm like, dude, stop. But it's like, you know, the whole train wreck thing, you got to keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> You can't turn your head. Yeah. Even in even in like where I work, which is okay, this is still it's not weird, but so where I work is where my the city I work is the city that Lewis lives in. For the most part, people are adhering to all the rules. And then occasionally you just have the people who are like, Well, it doesn't apply to me. Like uh a couple of the restaurants out in, in that area are like wear it if you want to, but you don't have to. I'm like, come on, dude. Just, just mandate it, bro. That's a weird take. I know. Well, yeah. uh, speaking of takes, I don't know if you guys heard about it, but um, this was like a couple of days ago. I think this was like Sunday. I was watching a news video. News video. Um, I was watching. <laughs> I was watching news, and you know, you've heard the um, you've heard the argument where people are like, um, those um, I think it was a Trader Joe's Karen. Where she was like, she was like, you know, I, you know, I can't, you know, I, I can't wear masks because I have um, I have a lung problem, and people's response is, well, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be out then, if you have a lung problem, and, you know, I've heard that argument before, but a couple of days ago, there was an, there was this very same argument, and this situation was different. It was a bunch of guys that were um, that were walking around, and everybody's yelling at them because they, they're choosing not to wear masks. And people are like, you know, people are like wearing masks. Uh, the people wearing masks are saying, you know, are, are kind of like yelling at them. And, and their argument is, look, I'm risking myself. You know, if you don't want to risk yourself, then go, go on wearing your mask. I choose to live. And I'm like, it's the same freaking argument, but somebody has twisted it around so that it fits themselves. And it's amazing and sad and tragic how people are, you know, uh, people are rationalizing uh, something this important. I work in a small office, uh, but social distancing is completely feasible in my office because there's not enough of us to be, I mean, they had to move the person that was sharing the office with me because, you know, we were maybe seven feet apart but we would be breathing near each other a lot so they moved her out of my office so i've been stuck wearing a mask ever since march for eight hours a day except for lunch you know or to drink water and whatnot Mm -hmm. and people who complain about like i can't breathe i'm only in this thing like the whole there's like that you know all the scientific evidence where it's like people who are in the medical field people who work in construction, those guys are wearing masks for like 12, 15 hours a day and they're not complaining about anything. And my situation, like I wear a mask eight hours a day. And then while my gym was open, 
I would work out in my mask so much so that my mask would be like filled with sweat, but still that's covering hot. my mouth. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I want everyone to hear. I mean, it's called drinking, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I have a drinking problem, though, you know. Okay, no joke. I Sometimes I keep forgetting I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> when I go to drink water... Um, it's about to happen. Sometimes, sometimes I miss. <laughs> I, so, but I mean, I, I didn't, we don't, it's not a, it, I don't know why the people are turning it into a political thing. For me, it's just like a common courtesy thing. Yeah. Where and that's it, the thing though. It, and you just kind of hit it, they hit it on the nose there. It really is common courtesy. And a lot of times, like people complaining about it, it just because it's inconvenient. You know, um, I was watching this video uh, earlier, and it's this um, this doctor who to, to kind of like prove to everybody because everybody's like, well, it, you know, with the mask on, we we can't, we're not going to get enough oxygen and everything. And so this guy, this doctor, put on like four masks, and he he put himself on like the oxygen, like uh, like whatever it is where it it, it shows you like the oxygen oxygenization level that you have. And he was wearing it for like uh, however long, and the oxygen in in his system wasn't dropping. It was uncomfortable because he was he had four masks. He wasn't able to breathe normally because he had those four masks. But there was really nothing too bad happening to him during that time. And that was four that was four masks on his face at the same time. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, I I did a workout over the weekend at a park in the valley and I haven't been to a park since I don't know a couple of years and whatnot and yeah apparently if you go to a park they don't care about the social distancing or the mask thing because people were just like and then the whole like they put caution tape all over the playground and stuff so people aren't supposed to play on it there are kids all over that thing Yeah, and I was like Basketball courts are still supposed to be closed, but they, oh no! Oh, if man. it's outdoor courts, it's uh, it's 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 Thunderdome out there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, and I was been telling the people from our gym, I was like, hey, I was thinking of playing basketball, but literally no one's wearing a mask, and they're all like, you know, playing basketball, obviously. And unlike the NBA bubble that we talked about earlier, there's nobody out there checking everybody's temperature, <laughs> no. and even that's not an accurate. Um, measurement of if you have the 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 virus or not um because some people have you know no fevers or whatnot they're just carrying it and see that's the thing is for me that's the issue is i'm trying to be and i always pretend that i might have it you know what i mean right yeah it's like if you pretend that you have it you don't want to spread it to anybody so act like you can potentially give it to people and that's why as as much as possible i'm like i don't want to go anywhere if i have to go somewhere i bought freaking face shields i look like a dork in them <laughs> and like, you look like I, uh, donald Ster- uh, sterling's um yeah i look uh, like uh, girlfriend Bibiano over there yeah that lady <laughs> i wore i wore a face mask a face shield and rubber gloves and I felt like I was Marty McFly exiting the DeLorean for the first time with all that <laughs> with all that protective gear on. And you know what? 
I can't knock, I can't never, you know, knock the medical professionals or anybody who is like uncomfortable like that working for days when I only have to do it for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And I, I, I just think that if everybody has that mindset, yeah, we can get out of this. We should have been out of this by now, but like we could get out of this faster if everyone can just like, you know, help each other out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's okay. And, and I mean, not to point out and I'm not going to name names, but we know people who are, who 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 are part of our lives um, i can name a few who who basically you know flaunt those those same things that were were t- were talked about be strict be be diligent and we have you know we know people uh, in our lives who are basically going you know what it's a choice it's uh you know it's a it hope. it's it's you know all all these things and i'm like if you really care about me yeah. No. If, just let's, let's just put that we're we're friends. You know, if as a friend, I'm doing this for you for the love of God. Could you at least do it for me too? Yeah. And I, I think that's that's at least for me. That's when I see that somebody's not doing it and somebody's not respecting me enough that way. That's when I'm like, you know what? Maybe maybe I'm not gonna hang out with you. You know, maybe I'm not. I'm just not gonna see you. Type thing. Yeah. yeah. Like looking at other people's Instagram sometimes is really frustrating because it's half jealousy and half like spite. Yeah. <clears throat> Where it's like, yeah, I'm jealous of the fact that you are living your best life and you know, you're, you're doing all these great things. But at the same time, it's like, you're literally, like you said, you're flaunting it to the rest of us. Like basically saying, I am going to live my best life and I'm doing it for me. And sometimes you're like, yeah, I'm doing it for me and my family, but at the same time, that that's just, you know, you're not taking into account anybody else you're going to meet along the way. So, I don't know. It it's <laughs> it's not like yeah, exactly. But I, I the thing is like I'm always like I'm trying as much as possible not to judge you for the decisions that you're going to make during this time, but at the same time, don't make uh you know or don't get angry at the decisions I make where I say, okay, I don't want to do this because yeah. I'm trying to stay safe. Yeah. Not just for me, but for everybody else that I'm around. Yeah. My family, especially. Yeah. I mean, it's the truth that um, they have the right to exercise whatever they want to. And we have the exercise. We have the right to also exercise the right to stay the F away from you. If that's the case, if you have uh you know, everybody can have their opinion, but if your opinion is based on nothing scientific at all and just uh, anecdotes and how you feel, then I'm going to side with science. You know, yeah. my wife, my wife is a nurse. She's surrounded by this stuff. So we know it's out there. We know it is happening. It's not a, uh, a farce or anything like that. So it's like, cool. If you want to behave the way you do, that's, you know, that's your prerogative. Also, um, did, you see, did you see that thing today or is it maybe in a couple of days? where they're saying that of all the worst percentages in Los Angeles, that Filipino Americans are yeah. the worst. Yeah. 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 I saw that on the news and then I saw it going around. So it's, it's tragic. Cause I think unfortunately it is not to assume, I mean, ironically, cause I just said, don't use the anecdotes, but like, I mean, how many of our people are in the healthcare field literally oh, yeah. from like top to bottom from the, uh, from the, the lowest level caregiver to the highest level, you know, RNs and doctors, you know, we're out there in the field. So we're, there's, there's no escaping that. 
and which is unfortunate because yeah i mean i you know hate to say it but that's unfortunately why my family's been exposed to the to the virus as much as you know it has been because yeah so many of my relatives and my spouse's relatives have been lose. potentially right sorry yes. <laughs> you know it's 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 out there it's like it's it's knocking on their door it's knocking on our doors so it's it sucks it's a horrible realization and um yeah for me actually it's it's crazy too dude because you guys have been talking about, i mean dennis obviously went on a nice uh nice long trip uh, i myself only took a weekend off in arrowhead and you know kind of mirroring what harold has been saying about you know a certain tax bracket or some certain demographic but uh you can tell so arrowhead is a vacation spot you know it's a touristy spot for for lack of a better, better term you can tell when i went there you could tell who the tourists were and who the locals were by who was wearing masks so there's a place called skin color <laughs> also that also that i always and, assume skin color in lake arrowhead yeah exactly <laughs> i was a few uh, degrees of melanin too much for them over there so like, you don't belong here that i'm sure they saw they saw they said when they saw me but um yeah because it's crazy too dude because like you guys are talking about how like you know yeah so there's a place called um arrowhead village where it's basically like their little downtown uh, shopping center. So I think uh, a lot, uh, like a lot of other people's probably in the San Bern- in the Southern California area, we're, we're trying to find a, you know, take a take a weekend off. So a lot there were actually a good amount of people there. But thankfully, there were a lot of masks. I'll give them that. Um, but you know, the the social distancing was still a, a concern because there wasn't like you know there weren't necessarily policing how many people were walking in and around. Um, the interesting part though was um, we took a tour or a, a little guided tour around the lake or in the lake itself. And what's crazy to me is like all these folks have, you know, all these wonderful folks who can afford boats, you know, God bless them. Um, we do not, uh, you know, uh, these folks, you know, uh, the only mask they were, they wore were like scuba masks. That's about it. Uh, everything else was sunglasses and bikinis and trunks and all that good stuff. And it was a nice warm weekend. So they actually had their boats tied to each other. So I, I guess that's the thing. Uh, this is this is a this is the kind of culture that I, I'm not into, like boating lake uh, lake life. But yeah, these dudes are like jumping from boat to boat. I'm assuming this is how it is for uh, spring breakers and that kind of stuff. And probably how Florida had that huge outbreak uh, during the summer um, is just like these people with uh, yeah, no mask, no care, just you know. Uh, operating as of normal so it's like i mean i guess if you can afford a house in, in arrowhead and you can afford a boathouse and you can afford uh you know to, to be out there you can probably afford a ventilator and you can afford to go to ucla medical or whatever private hospital you can afford but it, it just it risks all the people around it like the people taking tours or the people giving the tours or even the people cleaning up around them so it's it's it, we're trying to get back we're trying to rebound back into a new normal i i, I hate to be a negative you know a pessimist but you know the, the normal is not going to happen anymore we have to look forward to a new normal you know that, that i think that's what we're, we should be shooting for you know but you know people are still so adamant so butthurt about holding on to what they like and what whatnot so it's it's obviously harming our progress but the fishing is apparently really nice i didn't even get even get to do that sadly it's still weird that the 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 one example that dennis used was a trader joe's in north hollywood which is really close to us like a brand new trader joe's and and you figure in a place like trader joe's this is very you know uh super liberal because it's mm-hmm. an arts district 
that you would at least see people trying to follow, you know, protocols. But yeah, you know, just some people who are just, they're literally just doing it just because you say not to do it. It's their right, man. Yeah. (laughs) Their freedom. Dude, like that, once you see, this is the great thing about internet algorithms is once you see one of those videos, automatically the internet's like, oh, you like watching that one? Here's a hundred more. (laughs) So it's like, if you want to get frustrated, go on Twitter. (laughs) I'm trying to like keep it to NBA Twitter. I'm trying to entertain myself with players stuck in a bubble and doing dumb stuff. But, you know, like seeing guys fish for the first time. There you go. That's where we should go is if you guys really want to fish, go to the NBA bubble because apparently I guess, yeah, that, 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 everybody apparently catches, that's it. They're all, they look like they're doing real-life Animal Crossing out there. So <laughs> Turns out there's actual fish there. In yes. Florida, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of fish, uh, Lewis, and I know we were, we're talking about uh, COVID-19 and everything. Um, so what, before I left, I, I actually stopped by um, – you know, uh, the beach at um, Ventura, um, the, the pier the near, near Ventura, or the harbor near Ventura. And there's a, um, a, a tackle shop there uh, called Hewn's ta- Tackle Shop. Um, and this like, oh, old, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if you've ever been there. And um, I've been meaning to like, uh, I asked my friend, you know, um, I have my small um, uh, fishing rod would I be able to fish uh, in the ocean since I have my license for the ocean fish anyway? And he was like, yeah, you can, but um, if you you catch any fish, most likely uh, your line is going to break because you're not rigged for, for ocean fish. You know, you need to have, make sure you have a line that's like for 15 pounds, 15 to 20 pounds. and need to have a bigger rod that'll, and, and so I decided to go to this this tackle shop, Hyun's tackle shop, and I asked, "Hey, um, you know, just just looking around, looking for um, like um, a, a rod. How much would a rod Google cost for ocean uh, ocean fishing?" And this lady, who I would imagine is Hyun, because you know, really <laughs> Asian. Did she look like a Hyun? She looked like one of them looked like Hyun's. Um, she, she, it, it took her a while to figure out what I was asking for. And so she started finally showing me all these rods, $150, $200, $300. And, like, um, and so I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. No, thank you. No, thank you. And as I was leaving, and she, she starts speaking to me uh, in a language. I don't know what it is. So I just, I just kind of turn around and I go, excuse me? And she goes, oh, um, well, if you're really uh, interested, I have the, uh, I, I have this rod, I have this rod and reel combo. Like, oh, oh yeah, it it just came from China and um, blah 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 blah. I'm like, okay, how much is it? And she goes, it's thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, cool. I'm like, excuse me, uh, thirty nine. So I was like, so that's the rod? No, 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 rod, reel, and. Um, and yes, I'm making a racial, uh, like a really, <laughs> I uh, and I apologize for it. But the rod, reel, and, and the, the line, I'm like, you're telling me a fishing rod for $39.99 with the, uh, uh, with, with the, the reel, with the liner. With everything. Yes. So I was like, okay, cool. So I'm looking around trying to figure out which, which um, like dinky, like, um, you know, uh, like made in China um, uh, 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 rod and reel this is. 
And I look at it, and, and this lady takes it out. I kid you not, it is huge. Like, it, it is this, like, you know, 12-foot monster of a, of a thing. I look at it going, this, this is thirty nine ninety nine. And she goes, yes. So I bought the bad boy. <laughs> of course. And, and I got to tell you, it's, I mean, it didn't disintegrate when I threw it in the ocean. Um, <laughs> you know, the, it, 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 it worked well. So um, I, I look forward to trying it out again uh, when I'm able to go out to um, the, the, the ocean one more time. But $39.99 for Hyun's tackle shop, Louis. Shout yeah. out to Hyun's, I guess. Dude, uh, dang, dude. 40 that's actually, that's actually you're in your wheelhouse, Lou. I know exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say it was like, <laughs> I, do I have to look I, I, annoyed to get that deal, dude? <laughs> not, not to distract or anything, but uh, I seem to be hitting a milestone within the next couple of days here in age, and um, I don't want to do anything because you know. Why not? Distancing. I was going to ask you that. No, 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 not not now. <laughs> 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 Maybe that that's what I'm saying is since I can't do anything big now and since we've had, you know, a bunch of other people who've had uh, celebrations denied because of the whole quarantine thing here is maybe, yeah, around December or something, we set up something. Do it. And Let's do it. We'll just, yeah. And then you guys puking over the side of the boat will be your present to me. Oh Lord. Well, it turns out I have a thirty nine ninety nine um, rod and reel that I'm ready to use. <laughs> ready to and you have your your license already, so you're and good I have my it. license, dude. So, so yeah, just... I mean, let, let's try to make it before uh, in December, because come January, I don't know if I'm going to renew. <laughs> is that when your your license ends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's just a one year thing. So wait, you, you got your in license January? Hmm. No, I, I the license I got online was only for um, for one calendar year. So it's oh, from, calendar it's from, year. Yeah, it's, from, it's still December, like December 31st. Oh, crap. It, it, I'm going to have to check my, uh, I'm going to have to check my, mine then, dude. Yeah. Expiration date. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying yeah. you should get it the next time you renew, it should be on January 1st. Yes. So we should uh, squeeze in this trip for somebody who's turning into uh, 30, right? The, uh, H, yeah, 30. I mean, he looks 30, so. Yeah. I mean, I still feel 30. No, I don't. <laughs> I still play no, video games Harold, like Harold, Give it like three more years, bro. <laughs> give I mean, it three years, all of a sudden you're gonna be like, "What the hell just happened?" <laughs> okay, I have a story that I want to—not uh, a story, but I have a thing that I want to discuss with you guys, and it'll be off air because I don't want to offend anybody else who might be listening to this. Okay, cool. Um, and anything else? I, I know we we kind of got distracted and we started kind of talk about any, as, as, uh, other share stuff. Anything else that we wanted to talk about before we end our, our episode today? I, I got a real quick thing for the animal drop-ins thing. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, number one, I finally got every single fossil in the museum. Shut up. You so, did? Yeah, I'm done with, I'm done with fossils. Yeah. I got the message from uh, Blather saying, you've gotten every fossil, so now there's no point in digging for fossils. I just do it for fun now. And actually, last night, in between waiting for Call of Duty games, I finally caught my first scorpion because I was actually paying attention for once. And I've been trying for like the past four months to catch those stupid things. And literally like 
I was like, I don't understand how you're supposed to catch this. And I would watch YouTube tutorials on how to do wow. it. And I'm like, oh. I, was like, I was literally like, I was just trying to be, I was overly cautious and not attacking when I should. And finally I was able to catch one. And now I feel pretty confident I can catch more. <laughs> so so th that's the one I, I was able to catch the, the, sp the tarantula really easily. Yeah. Um, so, but um, I haven't been able to like I I've, I'm pretty diligent of, of, and uh, of seeing seeing it. I think I've seen it like 25 times already, and every single time I've, I've died, dude. So yeah, dude. It, it like the worst one was one time I was I queued up a Call of Duty game and I was like, oh, I might as well just check real quick, and I, I signed on, and I was like, oh crap, there's a scorpion. Like right when I signed on. And so I'm like trying to creep up behind it. But I hear my friends talking into my headphones saying, dude, we're dropping already. Where are you? And I'm like, which is more important? And I was like, I got to I gotta catch a scorpion. And I like, I take my, my, <laughs> my eyes off the Call of Duty game and I just hit a button so I can just land wherever. And while I'm like hitting that, that's when the scorpion attacks me. And I'm like, I can't, I can't multitask, man. <laughs> So is it you have to attack? Is that what it is? No. So like, so what it is is when it raises its arms up, or its claws up, you have to stand in place, right? You don't move at all. Uh huh. And then when it raises arms down, you can approach again, slowly. But when it turns its back, is when you're supposed to go after it. But you can't oh, run. Oh, okay. You can never run. You literally, you you're walking like a zombie, like ah, <laughs> stop. Okay. And one of the worst times is. My niece was like, I want to see, uh, I want to use your account real quick so I can send myself some stuff. And right when she signed on, she saw a scorpion and she freaked out. And then I was like, give me the, I was like, give me the switch. I was going to say, did she th throw the whole switch away? <laughs> no, she was just like, she was like, oh, it got me. And I was like, what the, you didn't even try? And she's like, I panicked. And then the other thing is, uh, like I told these guys earlier, I, as most of you guys know, I did purchase my Switch Lite from Dennis, and that's because there was a shortage of Switches. And then literally today, I saw a tweet from someone on Amazon saying, hey, the Switch is back on sale, not on sale, but for sale on Amazon.com. Very limited drop. And I happened to be one of the hundreds or thousands of people that was able to pick one up. So my, my actual Switch Switch, along with my Switch Lite, will be providing me more entertainment. And that is arriving in about a month or so. Nice, nice dude. So you're going to be able to finally play your Switch games on a 4K. Yes. Nice, dude. Finally. I'm, I'm like, I'm debating where to leave. I don't want to put that on my gaming station just because that's more of a, a community gaming platform. So I'll leave that up in the open. Yeah, looking, forward to, adding, looking forward to adding that to your, uh, seeing that add to your Twitch channel, dude. It's yeah. it's funny that it's for Harold. It, it was a drought for a long time. All of a sudden, yeah. like huge flood of like um, it, video games and consoles and everything. It went zero to one hundred real quick. <laughs> and I've literally been this past week. I've nonstop been looking at trying to buy a laptop. Wow. And I but I keep telling myself I'm like I, I don't know. Like, I know we discussed this before, but like, I don't I don't, I don't know what I would use it for. Yeah. No, I want a laptop so I can Steam. <laughs> nah, Steam and also Twitch do Twitch stuff. So yeah. Oh, nice, Stream dude. a little more properly. But yeah. 
I'd volunteer to be I'd volunteer to be your mod, but I don't even know what the heck that means. So it uh, means you just make my clips for me, and then if people have questions, you're the one that does the answering. Nope. I, I, I have a mod. <laughs> I have a mod that does my clips for me, and he's like, "You're gonna like pay me?" I'm like, "No, man, we're friends." Like, <laughs> oh, mod gets paid. Pay my friendship, yeah. <laughs> my company. <laughs> Yeah, you, you get your name. You get a cool icon next to your name that says "Mod." That's you can it. put that on your. You can put that on your resume, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Co- game coding. <laughs> well, that's all I got too. Then. Okay. Cool, dude. I mean, next week we'll see where we go with this. We had a with a a plan, and we had like a road map of where we're going. And we decided to take a detour. So we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully you enjoyed our episode. Um, you know, as usual, this is this this um, podcast is whatever you guys make it. So if you guys want to contact us, if you want, if you guys want to reach out to us, please make sure to get our social media information. Um, if you want to listen to our po- old podcast, you can go to the two fanboys one casual for all the previous episodes. Of course, you can check out. On Facebook, you can find us two fanboys and a filthy casual. Just look us up, add us on Facebook. Um, every time the pod goes live, we'll be posting it there. Any fun news, articles, memes, jokes, we'll be putting it up there as well. Uh, not to mention our pretty active Facebook group, uh, two fanboys and a filthy casual. That seems to be the new hotness nowadays is everybody's at a group. Um, so, yeah, look for us there and add us. Um, like I said, Dennis actually drops and Dennis and Harold uh, drop some pretty fun little memes and uh, thought exercises that uh the community is very active with so shout out to everybody who's been commenting dropping your input and jokes like that so uh, thank you very much for keeping the page active and then on facebook i mean on twitter and instagram two fanboys one casual and as usual anywhere you find your regular podcast you can find us there as well well that's it for us today hopefully you enjoy our episode see you guys next week as usual this is dennis this is lewis and this is hero Two fanboys in the filthy casual, we are out. Out. Wear a mask, please.